0: Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight, I want to talk about having protocol. Now, me, I'm a big stickler for definitions. And for those who don't know what protocol means... Protocol means the official procedure or system of rules governing affairs of state or diplomatic occasions. And as of late, as black people, not as of late, but, you know, just in general for a long time now, we've lacked protocol. We lack the ability to take it upon ourselves to punish race soldiers who come in our communities, kill our children, kill our women, kill the men. We lack protocol when it came to people selling us out. people not having a certain procedure in place to deal with these certain situations. We've lacked financial protocol. We've lacked romantic protocol. To say the least, we've been lacking protocol. Right? Having a show on it. Now, as of late, though, we've been somewhat on cold, even though the cold is um, kind of dwindled just a tad bit. I see some things I don't like. But, we've been on cold for A tad bit. We've been doing what we need to do to stand up for our people that's been murdered. And we have excelled my expectations, at least. However, we got to keep our foot on their necks. And when I say they, I'm talking about none other than white supremacists. White supremacists and coons. Because you can't leave out the coons, because the coons have chosen their side. Now you may ask yourself, speaking about protocol, what should be the proper protocol for race soldiers, white supremacists? Murdering our children, murdering our women, murdering the men in our society. That protocol is very simple. If you take one of mine, I take. Five of yours. And I'm not going to spell it out. Especially on the internet. Especially on the podcast. I'm not going to spell it out for you. But you know what I mean. If you take one of mine's I take five of yours. Now, the thing is this. In psychology, they teach you that there are positive reinforcements and there are negative reinforcements. However, people respond immediately to negative reinforcements because they see that there are immediate consequences to their actions, right? And I spoke about consequences last week. I spoke about how if you lock up one of these race soldiers for life, these police killings, or these alleged police killings, because once you're a race soldier and no longer police, will stop and cease overnight. But to no avail, there have been some, some kind of stuff like killings of black people, people being hung from trees. Uh, this guy up in Palmdale, California, he was hung from a tree. Not only that, his brother was shot down by Race soldiers in the unmarked vehicle. Why are you following this man's brother in the unmarked vehicle and you gun him down saying that you were in a shootout with him? This was a straight up execution. Okay. Now, what should be the protocol for that? Like I said, take one of ours, we take five of yours. Because let's be honest about something. When it comes down to people talking about the ops, this person is the ops. And it's a black person. And... One of the ops take somebody they love, take their life. They know exactly how to deal with that person. But somehow, when it comes down to race soldiers and white supremacists alike, people start twiddling their hands and start thinking. To themselves, what should I do? Or how do I solve this problem of white supremacists killing my family? You have to enforce negative reinforcements, and you have to do it immediately. Point blank. Period. And you also have to do it strategically. Okay? All right? Then you will get the desired result that you want, which should be white supremacists, race soldiers, leaving you and yours the hell alone. Okay? And also when dealing with white supremacists and or race soldier, you have to get out of this mental prison that somehow it's a bad thing for you to defend yourself. Dr. Francis Chris Wilson talked about that. Said said, uh, people with no self-esteem will not defend themselves. And we really need to Improve our self-esteem in the black community. We really do. We really do, because we have this thing where we'll fight each other, no doubt. But when it comes to somebody that doesn't look like us, first thing we're looking to do is forgive. And a quick note about Dr. Francis Crest Wilson. I want to say this. I've been seeing people post Jane Elliott She's a white woman that talks about racism and things of that nature and white supremacy and things of that nature. And I understand people want to give kudos and, you know, and all the rest of this stuff. But it seems to me that Dr. Francis Cress Wilson gets less respect, or less acknowledgement from you guys on the internet than this lady Jane Elliott. And Dr. Francis Crest Wilson has been talking about this stuff for years, and she broke it down to the T in her book, The ISIS Papers. But they got people praising this white woman, Jane Elliott. And I agree with a lot that Jane Elliott does. However, she still is white. I don't want y'all to forget that. She still is a white woman. We've had Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. We've had Dr. John Henry Clark. We've had some excellent scholars break down white supremacy and what to do against white supremacy. we had Nellie Fuller Jr. And people act like these people just don't exist. And one of the reasons is, like black people, the black people that do this and I gotta clean my Facebook of these um, suspected coons because I know some of y'all personally. And if you listen to this and you feel offended, and I'm talking to your ass. You guys have the tendency to want to appease your white counterparts and make them comfortable. And I talked about this too on my Facebook. You guys want to make them uh, make them comfortable in a situation in which you're uncomfortable in, for what exactly? For their approval? Because i talked about this many times about going to Xavier University and feeling like a minority in an all-black university only because they had a white girl and an Asian guy in the class. And the same people that I was speaking enough for, and I was in a classroom, r- classroom full of black women and a couple of black males, but I was in a room mostly of black women. And, I, and you know what? I find this to be very prevalent amongst black women that do this. You try to make these people comfortable in a situation that, in which they're uncomfortable in for what reason exactly? Now, when I was speaking up for black women, I said, I need to, I need to go out here, as a black man, I'm gonna take upon myself to protect black women. One of the first things or the first reactions that came out of black women's mouth in the class was, why not protect all women? Think about that for a moment. You know what that sounds like? All lives matter. That's exactly what that sounds like. And for some uncanny reason, black people try to make suspected white supremacists and suspected honorary white supremacists comfortable in a situation that they're uncomfortable in. I just don't get that. Racism, white supremacy is very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable state of being, being trapped within this system, especially for a black man. I'm not trying to make these white supremacists uncomfortable about a situation that they put us in. That would be crazy. That would be ludicrous. I so much and so hard to say, hey, you know racism exists, but you know, I know it's not your fault. It is. God damn it. And then I beg the question, (laughs) I beg the question, I said, you know, I talked about these same issues when I was going to Xavier University. And the feedback I got from most of my professors was that my classmates didn't like it because I was making certain people uncomfortable in class. And I said, I wonder how outspoken those people that they try to make comfortable have been on this subject matter. Understand something. Those people have not said a word, not one word about systematic white supremacy. Not one word. No doubt there are sisters that are on cold. However, for too long, they got too many that's off cold. Too many that's not willing to speak the truth, speak truth to power. They won't do it. They're comfortable in their little nine-to-five jobs, even though they all claim to be a boss, claim to be independent. Very comfortable in their Section 8 apartments, even though they all claim to be independent, claim to be a boss. I you got a black man that's willing to put his life on the line for you. And you got the nerve to say some goddamn, what about all women? If you don't shut the fuck up. And I have to say it like that. Shut the entire fuck up. And I want y'all to know something. This is not me bashing all black women. This is me bashing a certain demographic of black women bed So quick to get loud with a black man. But as soon as the white supremacist walks in, you get quiet, you respect him. <clears throat> Excuse me. You respect him, even though he just wants to have gutter sex with you and see you on about your way, you respect him. But in the words of Octavia Williams, my grandmother, if you know, if you want to know what a woman is gonna be like, watch the mile. Most of you, the truth is this, most of you have been raised by a Hood Rat, Bear Winch, Hole. Too many of you have been, and you emulate those same characteristics. And the problem is that, as the, in the black community, what we have lacked is a certain type of protocol to deal with bear and to deal with coons. And that's why you guys feel like it's open season to run amok. Isn't that right, Terry Crews? Terry Crews said, if you as a black person empowers yourself, Against white supremacy and white supremacists, that that's going to create black supremacy. Terry Crews has been on the coon train for a while now, and he just like he just went for coon. If it did create black, and I heard somebody else say this too, somebody I worked with before, they said that same shit too. If it did create black supremacy, then I have one question for everybody that's listening tonight. So what? So what? When Africans rule the world, This world was peaceful. Now you see what happens when white supremacy rules the world, chaos, people getting killed unjustly, very barbaric state of mind. We don't need any white allies to overcome this. And I'm very very suspicious of anybody that says that we do. We don't need any white allies or any allies in particular to overcome this systematic white supremacy. All we need is each other. That's all we need. But you're too afraid because then You have to take responsibility, true responsibility for your life and the outcome of your life. And I must say, and I gotta give a shout out, I gotta give a shout out to the beautiful people in New Orleans. Some beautiful things are happening in New Orleans. And if you know, then you know. If you don't, then you just don't. But I'm very happy about the mental status of my people in New Orleans very happy but even when we develop what we are gonna develop we still need protocol i don't want us to get away from this i don't want us to get away from protocol tonight when we deal with coons and bear winches and people that's trying to stop a movement and people that's trying to stop black empowerment and black progress We gotta find some negative reinforcements to get some egg right. Whatever that may be. Whether it's stop supporting them financially, that can hurt them financially. Whether it's, you know, other things, hey. But we need to find. A level of punishment to deal with these people because if you don't have protocol a set of rules set of policies, then everything just falls apart. everything will fall apart. You have to have an agenda. And accompany with that agenda, you must have a set of rules. That way, organizations don't get infiltrated and everybody stays on the same code. Or they get left behind, or better yet, they get punished. One of my set of protocols is I don't forgive. I do not forgive. I told somebody that the other day, and they told me that was just sad. And I asked them very vi I asked them very um cut and dry. I said, "Do I look sad?" They responded, "No." I said, "There you have it. There you have it. I do not forgive." And I know, oh, you Christian motherfuckers gonna be up there like, "Well, Thomas, you gotta forgive. It's in the Bible." No, the fuck you don't. You don't have to forgive. you do not have to forgive. Because let me tell you something. I have an extreme mindset. Like my mindset is extreme. Like I'm either all the way over to the left or I'm all the way to the right. I'm never in the middle. Now, if somebody could bring themselves to betray you once, Okay. If somebody could bring themselves to betray you, period, that person could bring themselves to kill you. They could bring it to themselves to kill you. They could be like, they're going, hey, you know what, I've been pushing it this far, let me go ahead and see what this murder game about. All because you didn't have a set of rules or a certain level of protocol to deal with that situation immediately and give them negative reinforcements. And you know what? It makes people that's around me, that's my um, that I call consider friends, or consider associates. It makes them very nervous. It makes them very nervous, but it also makes them very disciplined. Because the first thing they ask me, well, how would I know if I'm offending you? If I, you know, was was, you know, no way. I said, slow down, calm down. We're adults here. You know if you cross the line with somebody. You know. If somebody has to keep on telling you something over and over again, then then that becomes a level of disrespect. That becomes a level of disrespect. So if you cross the line with me then, hey, part of my protocol is, I don't speak with you anymore, I don't speak to you anymore. We don't have to talk, we don't have to talk again ever in life. And I'm okay with that. I lost my father and my grandmother within a year of each other. If I could get over that, then I could definitely get over losing you. Regardless of any type of emotional attachments that you think that you may have over me, or that you think we have developed. Because self-preservation is the law of the land. And to preserve myself and to preserve my people, Those are the set of rules that I live by and I don't break them for nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. And as always, New Orleans Politics is streaming on Amazon Prime right now. Go ahead and check that out. Thank you guys for joining me. Have a good night.